0: Welcome to Cab World, first off the rank for news, reviews and interviews from the world of taxi, private hire and chauffeur drive. This is episode number one. Coming up in this episode, introductions to your presenters, then an introduction to our podcast, Cab World. We have a news section after that, followed by a calendar of events, and then a section about the future of this podcast. So without further ado, uh, we'd like to move to introductions of your presenters. Um, First of all, I'll introduce my colleague, William.
1: I'm William Flynn. I'm in Glasgow. I've driven a taxi for approximately 10 years um, back in the 80s in Glasgow. I've written a couple of taxi magazines over the years. Um, I own CityCars Private Hire and I run the Taxi Awards. And a number of exhibitions for the taxi trade.
0: Thanks very much. Yeah, I'm
1: Lockie. I've
0: got uh, twenty plus years of experience, mainly in the booking and dispatch technology side of running cab companies. That's companies in the UK uh, as well as overseas. I've been fortunate enough to uh, to travel extensively around the world, and have some experience of um, of how the the sector differs from one country to another. So. The next section is uh, about our podcast, where the idea came from and um, and why we're doing it. So so really, I think the idea is that Cab World came to us when uh, William and I were discussing other podcasts that we listened to. We've got a, a variety of, of, of interests, whether that be um, sport or uh, property, news, current affairs. And we had a bit of a eureka moment when we realized that nothing quite like this exists for the taxi sector. So we took some steps to deliver a podcast specifically for that sector covering taxi, private hire, and chauffeur drive markets. So we really want to talk about topics that are relevant to the trade. It's an ever-changing trade uh, that, particularly now, I think we've never seen a faster rate of of change within the sector. Would you agree with that, William?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that you know uh, it's absolutely on a daily basis at the moment that, that things seem to change, whether it be roads, whether it be technology, whether it be vehicles. Yeah, it's constantly changing.
0: Absolutely, a great deal of change uh, in the in the sector, and uh, we want to invite guests, industry experts, to talk directly to us and to you, the listener, on trade and industry matters but we also want to hear from you so in the future we're going to incorporate a section called your voice uh, where you can let us know directly about issues that are important to you whether they're good issues positive um, news stories or whether there are things that aren't so good or just downright bad news stories we want to we want to hear about it and uh, and spread it out to uh, to our listeners so we'll announce shortly um, some ways that you can get in touch with us uh, towards the end of the show
1: Yeah, I think that um, some of the guests we want to really invite on is people in the industry of electric vehicles. I think that's the up-and-coming thing at the moment that everybody's interested in. How good or how bad are they? There is certainly some, some drivers we want to hear from that are driving these electric vehicles and tell us how good they are. Are they reliable? Are they worth the money? Because as you'll no doubt be aware, the electric vehicles are much more expensive and the Black Hackneys, their electric vehicles, how good are they? That's the kind of thing we want to talk about. We also want to talk to people from the insurance industry because I know a a lot of guys have got issues with insurance. These are just a couple of the sort of things that we want to get advice on.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think electric vehicles are, whether we like it or not, it's definitely a part of our future. I think we've had an announcement from the government to tell us that uh, petrol and diesel engines are going to be phased out by, I think, is it 2030?
1: Yeah, 2030. 30, yeah, 2030 As uh, you won't be able to sell a new diesel or petrol vehicle, um, which is fine, and I'm quite sure there's a number of them out there. I know the Lexi Dundee, who actually... Um, if I'm right, you can only put a new taxi on if it's a fully electric and they've been driving mostly Nissan Leafs for quite a while and they seem to be pretty successful up there although I don't know how it's going to go when you get a, a half decent run Um, I don't know what sort of mileage you are getting out of these vehicles so it'd be interesting to speak to these guys that are driving these vehicles it would be. It would
0: be very interesting. And as I said, it's going to be um, uh, soon. Uh, the time going to come when the choice is taken away from us. Uh, we will have to uh, take an electric vehicle if we want a new vehicle at all. So I, I could imagine us doing uh, a whole show or or maybe more than a whole show just on the subject of electric vehicles only. So um, that's something that we'll, uh, we'll come to in a, a later episode in, in more detail. Yeah, so moving moving on to the the third section of our podcast, which covers the news, the news. Um, so there's a few yeah. things that we would we would like to cover here, but I think we could start off by saying, it's tough, it's tough out there. It's tough um, every day. We hear stories about the hardship that drivers are are facing, companies themselves are facing. Um, it's just it's just awful. I mean, today I read that in Cardiff there's drivers protesting because some are working a full eight-hour shift and earning £15. I mean, yes. £15 for yeah. an eight-hour
1: shift. Yeah, and I've no doubt they'll have to take their fuel costs off that as well. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it, it, seriously, it's really bad out there. I mean, I, I've got a private hire company in Glasgow. I know what the guys are going through. I can see the job totals. Um, at the moment in Glasgow we're in lockdown more or less although it doesn't seem quite as bad as what the first lockdown was, the the job totals are horrendous, absolutely horrendous. There doesn't seem to be any gift for the drivers, there's not a lot of uh, help for them Uh, I know there's some of the the self-certification guys have been getting um, and self-employed boys have been getting some sort of grant from the councils and from government and things like that, different councils are doing different things um, I think I spoke recently there, you know, Nicola Sturgeon was saying there's a £30 million fund for, you know, self-employed people, including taxi drivers. But what I was just hearing today, it's going to be the middle of December before Council or Glasgow Council get around to doing much about that. It's just horrendous. I mean, Northern Ireland gave the taxi drivers £1,500 of a grant. So every driver in Northern Ireland get £1,500 to help them through Liverpool, I believe, got £210 from the council going back at uh, the beginning of October, I think that was. And that was basically the council saying to them, here's a free licence, you know, and a free badge. So they, they, that's what their badge and licence would have cost them for a year. Some councils are helping out. I, I believe there's a number of councils south of the border at the moment are giving this £500 to drivers. Um, every day there's another council joining to give away five hundred pounds to drivers, we in Scotland need to move a lot quicker because these guys are struggling badly. It's coming up to Christmas; they need to do something for them because I, I certainly know that every company I look at, and it's not it doesn't matter who you're working for. Every company I speak to tells me the same thing: job totals are so low now. Um, people are getting everything delivered nowadays, aren't they? And, you know they don't need to go to shops, and very very difficult for the guys out there. Very difficult for them.
0: It's very difficult indeed. I mean, the, the the phones just aren't ringing. The app bookings are down. I mean, it's it, it's it's a fairly depressing picture um, all round, really. Just um, taxi usage has has dropped. I mean, I'm hearing reports through the the sector in the UK certainly, where the volume of work has has halved. In some cases, it's down by. Up to seventy-five percent. I mean, it's a, it's a colossal drop. So the drivers' earnings are down. Uh, you know, even when other drivers leave a circuit, I suppose it leaves a smaller number of drivers there. But so that at least you're not diluting the work as far. But still, it's tough. And of course, you've got drivers just now. In some cases, are having to swallow the costs of their own PPE. You know, masks, gloves screens between the front of the the cab and the the rear of the cab, hand sanitizers, additional charges for getting their their vehicles cleaned. I mean the costs are going up but the earnings are going down so uh, this is definitely a cry for help uh, from this sector. We definitely need some help and and need it fast.
1: I think when you look at some councils, some councils throughout the country have helped taxi drivers um, rather by allowing them at pen screens um, some have even financed screens for them. Some private hire cars out there and taxis. The councils are just standing in the way of putting screens in. They're actually saying to them, "No, you can't put a screen in your vehicle," and yet they're asking me to do other crazy things. It's just nuts at the moment. These guys don't have the money to go and pay for screens to get put in their vehicles. I, I believe that one council, in fact, I know one or two councils, were saying that if you put a screen in your vehicle, you have to come for another test and they were going to charge the driver a test fee.
0: and that's just nuts. It certainly seems it. I mean, it's it's tough enough for the drivers without having to, to pay for uh, retests. I mean, really, all they're trying to do is is, is do their job safely uh, yeah, and effectively. Absolutely. And, you know, these guys rely on the support of the councils not to throw up yet another barrier in their way, a, a financial barrier too.
1: Yeah, and that that's exactly what they're doing. And it, it's strange because... You can't go into most council offices because they're all closed up for safety reasons. The the, the other offices that you can go into in shops that you're going to put up screens, they've not went and asked them to do it. Mm-hmm. Councils have actually said to restaurants and you know shops, you need know, to put some sort of screens, to divide tables and things like this, whatever the case may be. And the minute it comes to a taxi driver, they're easy targets. Just to say, oh, "Nah, you're going to have to pay your vehicle tested." At one point, Glasgow was actually going to charge an extra ten pound for a test so that they could clean the vehicle before the the, the test centre tested it. I'd love to have sat at that table when the person that came up with that idea, do you know what I mean? Or we'll just rob the taxi drivers another 10 off them, do you know what I mean? Just I know. bad
0: know. So it's great. Um round of applause to all those local authorities that are doing their bit to help our taxi drivers uh, make ends meet, uh, and f- for those licensing authorities and and even whole countries that haven't quite got round to doing that yet, then I think the message is get your finger out because these guys are are desperate.
1: Desperately, they need, need help. your help. Yeah, and, and I, I, you know I, the other thing I've got to say uh, in fairness is the chauffeur trade is taking an absolute hiding at the moment. Luckily, just a known event, the chauffeur drive. I mean, what's failed me. I know a number of the guys that have each chauffeur companies and they're doing next to nothing. Absolutely, next to nothing, and they desperately need help as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've got to do something along the, the chauffeur. But again, we'll come back to the chauffeurs in another episode because I know some of the plates that they've got is just horrendous.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, anything that relies on um, tourism. And airport air travel, airport pickups, you know, that's the bread and butter for some of these um, chauffeur drive companies. And of course, it's just stopped dead. But talking of airports, that our one of our local uh, airports from deciding that the best thing to do uh, to increase their revenue is to double the uh, the drop off charges for uh, for for everyone, including uh, taxi, private hire, and chauffeur drivers, from a minimum charge of two pound to a minimum charge of four pound. So, thank you very much, Edinburgh Airport. <laughs> That's just, just what we need right now. Yeah, I
1: mean, there's a number of teams will be able to recover from this by putting their prices up and charging. And I know what happened that a number of barbers and things like that when they opened up after the last lockdown. They had put the prices up to try and get some of the money back that they had lost. Well, let me tell you, these airports are really going for it now, are they not? I mean, they put these prices up, it's just they must be making more money out of cars and taxis, dropping guys off than they're making out of flights landing. Because <laughs> now the, the, the initial reason that I recall the reason for it was to keep people moving along. And before they brought in charges, people were taking forever to get out of their car and take their cases and go. So they decided that they would have a charge for doing this. You were getting, you know, the first 10 minutes for two quid or something like that. Well, I can tell you, the quicker way of doing that would give you the first 10 minutes free of charge because the guys would be flying out of there before they were paying anything. (laughs) I know why I would. (laughs) Absolutely. But now it's, what is it, first 10 minutes is 4 quid, 10 to 15 minutes is 8 pounds, up to 30 minutes you're getting 15 pounds. Now 15 minutes to 30, 15 to 30 minutes is 15 pounds, it just takes you picking up there or dropping off for somebody to lose their phone in the back of your car or to be checking their pockets. How do you know? when you're getting near that 15 minutes what you're going to charge, because you've already charged the customer. Once you draw up at that airport and you tell the customer the fare, they pay you the fare, then they start unloading. They start taking too long. You're the one that's getting hit with the bill.
0: It's a big problem. I mean, the you go to uh, to pick someone up, for example, they tell you they have their luggage. Maybe they don't always have the luggage, then the next thing they, they want to use the bathroom facilities, pick up a newspaper, you know, there's all sorts of things. And suddenly, you can very quickly find yourself out of pocket on uh, on a fare through uh, airport pickups. Now, I don't know the details, but I understand that Edinburgh Airport, who we're really talking about here, although every airport seems to be charging considerable amounts of money for the for the same thing, Edinburgh Airport, I think, have invested quite heavily in uh, a new pick-up and drop-off area for taxis. I don't know the details, but I know they've got something new coming up. Um, So I'd be interested to find out more details about that and just understand whether this is in some way uh, justification for increasing charges. I don't know, but we'll find out more and we'll report back in a future episode. But I think what we can all agree on
1: That's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, and it's all right saying that you're passing this on to your customer. And, yeah, 99% of the time you are. Not only is it unfair on the customer anyway, but you've got to – if you get that wrong, that can be costly for you. You know, an extra minute or two in Edinburgh Airport now is going to cost you four quid because if you charge them £4 for drop-off and they take that bit longer to get out of your vehicle – you're going to get hit with the eight quid, so you're four pound down on that fair railway. There's no way of, yeah. there's, there's yeah. no way, you can't go back and chase yeah. the customer and say you owe me another four quid, mate. No,
0: no. well, you could try. <laughs> yeah, your chance of success is going to be pretty really slim. Yeah, so that's, uh, I mean, that's a that's a real interesting one. Uh, it could be that um, some of our listeners out there have got similar experience, not just at Scottish airports, but airports in England, Wales, Northern uh, Ireland, uh, yeah. I believe anywhere.
1: Liverpool done something similar recently. Mm-hmm. Um, they've put their prices up as well. I know that every airport's going to tell you that they've got a free drop-off, but it's like a two-mile hike from, and there's a free bus from the drop-off point round to the airport. People going on holiday are not using that. It'd be interesting to find out just exactly how many people use that free drop-off. Yeah, I,
0: yeah. I, I yeah, can bet your bus will be
1: next to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the story that I will just give you a free drop off. I, I don't quite understand how they're allowed to get away with this. I just think it's daylight robbery. Float the absolutely, absolutely. Um,
0: so there's a number of things there that are that are hitting hitting our uh, our trade in the pocket. And there's another one that's come up. There, I guess there would be mixed views on this, but in Birmingham, CCTV in taxis is to become mandatory, following a new citywide consultation, which is ordered by the government. So that is that is coming. It's um, It's been called for uh, by the Birmingham City uh, councillors, um, who said it would help protect drivers from attacks. Now, that could be a good thing. Um, I think we're all uh, very much in favour of making the driver's job a safer job uh, it protects uh, the passengers as well uh, to to some extent so um interested i personally think that cctv is uh, is a good thing in cabs other uh, opinions uh, maybe maybe out there that are, that are different um but these things are quite expensive as well uh, i don't know what the costs are but um i'd be very interested to uh, to find out what a cctv system costs yeah. in a taxi and who's going to pay for it.
1: Yeah, and there's the other thing, you know, we could get someone on that fits these CCTVs. I've always had an issue with CCTV and the taxis for a number of reasons. There's no way you can go in a city you're not on CCTV. You own a shop, you own an office, you want a CCTV outside your house, you stick the camera up and away you go. No one says a word to you, just go on with it. You come in a taxi... And all of a sudden, the councillors get something to say about it. They want to say that these are the rules and regulations that CCTV in a camera. What's it got to do with them, honestly? I can guarantee you there's not a councillor, there's not an MP that doesn't have an office that's covered in CCTV when you get in. it. But they didn't ask anyone. They can do what they like with that footage within the law. Why are council's getting involved with CCTV? They're putting it down and uh, they're saying that it's got to be something that the driver can not get into it's got to be really the police or the council that can view the footage of that. Why? Because that's not yeah. the that's not any restaurant, any club, any shop. You're not. You're kind shops get CCTV. Someone needs to explain to me why the council have got a, a saying. What's going on here?
0: Well, that's true. I I know that they've got policies on making sure that CCTV recordings um, can't be tampered with, so they must be captured securely and unable to be edited to uh, to either change so the, that, the, is that the, video or the audio. Is
1: that but the that doesn't seem to be the case agent. <laughs> exactly. Is it music? I, I,
0: I, I completely see where you're coming from here because I, I it does seem like there's one rule for the taxi driver and another who uses in their in their shop, their restaurant, um, their cafe. Um, it's a it's a different rule for them. Uh, once again, <laughs> once again, it seems the taxi driver is absolutely. suffering slightly.
1: You know, even different councils have rules on these uh, uh, these cameras that, uh, for your driving that you can see who's behind you, who's in front of you. Uh, Those councils say you can't use them.
0: Mm-hmm. What? Why? Yep. Why? So if you're in uh, Birmingham. We're interested to know what do you think. Is this a is this good? Are you supportive, or is it not so good, and you'd rather not see it become a mandatory uh, policy? And um, if you're interested, in come comments. and
1: tell me why you think you're say in
0: it. Absolutely. Yep, our door is always open for uh, for any councillors uh, to uh, to come and talk about their their issues, or, or should I say, thing. the justification yeah. case?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, without even getting into great detail at this point, but the council set the fees for the Hackneys in all these towns, and I've often wondered why surely the, the TOA and whatever city should go and tell the council what they want to charge, um, why the council are telling drivers what they can charge and what they can't charge. It's uh, just always been beyond me. I don't understand it. No other business is getting told what they can charge, just the taxi drivers.
0: Yeah, indeed, indeed. So... Moving on to section four of our uh, Cab World podcast. So this is the the calendar of events. So what's happening uh, in our world? Um, we also want to know once you, once you've heard this, if you've hear hear of any. Um, industry-specific events, just positive um, events coming up that uh, you'd like to have some publicity for, then drop us a line, let us know about it, and uh, we'll make sure it gets added to our list. But currently, we've got uh, three items on the list, starting on the 4th of February 2021, which is the Scottish Taxi Expo, which will be held in Glasgow. Now, obviously, this and many other events that we're going to mention here are hopefully going to go ahead subject to um, COVID-19 restrictions. But currently, uh, my understanding is that that is going ahead as scheduled on the 4th of February. Uh, William, is that your understanding? too? Yeah,
1: at this point, yeah, as far as we know, these things are going ahead and hopefully these vaccines are all out. And hopefully we can get back to some sort of normality the sooner the better. Um also, with the Scottish Taxi Private Hire and Chauffeur Awards, which I run, uh, will hopefully take place in Glasgow on the 27th uh, of March next year. Um, we've got a number of companies already signing up for that. Uh, this will be its third year. It's a great um, networking event. You've been at it yourself, Loki, and um, it's great for the trade, isn't it? It's, it's just it really is hard. good.
0: I mean, it's it's an opportunity for everyone to, uh, to get together under one roof um, we all have uh, our links with uh, with the, the trade in common. Right away you've got something in common with with everyone else there. And you know on occasions um, you know through the through the, the year, you may be rivals in business. But from my experience of, of attending two of the award shows so far, everyone is just very friendly. There's a really great and positive uh, attitude, and I think feedback has been really positive in terms of, um, you know, when else do um, taxi uh, company operators get an opportunity like this to, you know, have a meal together uh, and uh, a discussion, or you know, over a drink as well as watch uh, perhaps them themselves but some of their um, some other associates being um, awarded for uh, various um, various things whether it's uh, you know driver of the year or perhaps being recognized for the charity work that they've done throughout that year it's it's a real celebration event and uh, and one that we look forward to every year so that was March the 27th for the yeah, so if you go support. to
1: the the website, uh, it's easier the Scottish Taxi um, Awards website, um, and that will bring it up, um, and you'll see a number of the uh, uh, awards that you can go for. There's environmental award, there's best uniform, there's best marketing. You know, there's a whole load of awards there um, that you and taxi companies can go for. So it's a great thing to register for. And we've had taxi companies, I've got to say, in the Scottish one, we've had taxi companies coming from as far as, you know, Elgin, Head, Inverness, as far down as Dumfries, Glasgow, Edinburgh, you know, absolutely all over. And, um, yeah, it's been a great – it's been good for the sponsors as well. I've got to say the sponsors have enjoyed it because it always gets you to talk to some of the guys that you can sometimes never get in their door. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's, uh, there's there's really something there for for everyone, and then we have the PHTM um, yeah. Expo, the Private Hire and Taxi Monthly, monthly uh, Magazine, yeah. their uh, their annual expo. Well, annual the 2021 of course didn't uh, didn't happen because well, of, uh, yeah, the 2020
1: COVID. didn't happen. 2021 yeah. hopefully will happen. And yep. I, I'm not sure where that is. It's normally down at MK Dons, isn't it? Down about there. Yes,
0: I believe it's at the same venue in uh, Milton Keynes. Right. Okay. Um. So, uh, yeah, yeah we can uh, we can confirm that. I'm sure we'll hear from um, someone in PHTM to uh, to let us know if um, if there's any any <laughs> yeah. change there. But, Absolutely, yeah. it'd be
1: great to get someone on from there. It just gives a wee update on how that's going. Maybe near the time and tell us some of the things that some of the drivers can expect to see when they get there. Yep,
0: yep. Very much looking forward to that. So there's three events um, that you can uh, scribble into your uh, your diaries and look forward to. Um, and if there's any other events that you would uh, you would like mentioned, let us know. As I said at the beginning. So where do we go from here? What does the future hold for uh, for Cab World? Well, we believe that the uh, the idea is is a good one. We think uh, we think that. Uh, taxi, private hire and chauffeur drive centric podcast is is overdue. And um, we hope that you agree and we hope that you'll become uh, regular listeners. And we want the format to to grow and adapt over time. William?
1: Yeah, I think it's a great thing. I'd like to hear a lot from um, taxi, private hire, chauffeur, Um, not just on how bad it is, but some great ideas about moving forward. Um, you know, what's the best car? What's the best insurance? What's the best taxi meter? What's, what's the best software out there for the taxi trade? What are the drivers like? Um, It's great to hear what the, the office is like, but what are the drivers like? You know, there's so much going on. And, and tell us, what's your council like? Because um, I'm personally not a great believer in councils getting involved in taxis, but hey, who am I?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's come across once or <laughs> twice uh, during this conversation, uh, but no, I think I think there will be many others that um, that that are like-minded. So there's many other things we want to we want to discuss. We want to uh, look at vehicles. We said this sort right at the start of the show. We're interested, of course, in electric vehicles. We're we're getting used now to seeing um, hybrids. Plug-in hybrids uh, and full electric vehicles on the road, so we're interested in understanding, you know, what your verdict is on on cars. But um, you know, we may be given an opportunity to um, offer our own opinions on some of uh, the new vehicles that are that are becoming available over time. I mean, these are represent a considerable expense. So it's not a decision that you want to take lightly or rush into. And if we can offer any help or advice to any drivers um, in that area, then uh, we will be we will be doing so. We also want to know about what's happening in, in your area, your specific area. And this could be a part of the show that we may decide to work on a ROTA basis. Just go around the country, uh, go around the UK, and... Find out what's happening what's what's working really well what's where's the room for improvement in your licensing area as well and and certainly another thing which we've not mentioned so far in the show, I don't think is is the app companies out there. I mean there is uh, one or two app based uh, companies out there that um, I'm sure we don't need to name them. We all know who they are. Um, how are you being affected by some of these large app companies? You know, How are they affecting your local area and how are you fighting back?
1: So just to, um, can I just say at this point, the best way to get in touch with us at the moment is through Facebook. So you can leave comments on there for us. That's the best way to get in touch with us at the moment.
0: Sounds great. Well, we, we're very much looking forward to hearing from you. And um, thank you for listening to this first ever uh, Cab World podcast. Really, really appreciate your time. And it is our intention to launch a new episode every two weeks. Thank you for your support. I'd just like to um, remind everyone to uh, to stay safe, and we look forward to talking to you again soon.
1: Okay, okay. thank you a lot, and we'll speak again shortly.